Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Bricks and Mortar with Sarah Jackman. Today, to mark National Apprenticeship Week, I'm joined by Richard Adamson, partner, head of residential auctions and lead for Allsop's firm-wide recruitment programme. Alongside him, Isabella Argentieri, an Allsop apprentice. Richard, Isabella, thank you so much for joining me today and giving up your time. The week marks the 16th annual National Apprenticeship Week, which comes following the publication of some statistics by the government, which indicates that there were a slight fall in the number of apprenticeship starts over the period August to October 2022. They were down 6.1% on the same period in 2021. What do you think lies behind that figure and how does that compare to what you're seeing at Allsop and in the real estate industry more generally? My view is it's probably a hangover from COVID more than anything else. Certainly when you look at, and not because of the need for for people within the business, it's more the rotational system that's put in place when you're dealing with graduates and apprentices. So in other words, the apprentice scheme is a five-year scheme whereby you spend three years working, how we run it here is working within a team that's recruited you. And then in year four and five of the apprenticeship, you go on to our graduate scheme to become a chartered surveyor. And you rotate through the business. Where we've experienced, for want of a better phrase, a bottleneck effect in that to get people through that off the back of COVID, we weren't in the office and we weren't necessarily recruiting as many people at that time. You get to this point here. So it doesn't necessarily, certainly from our point of view, surprise me that on a wider scale, there are less being recruited. I suspect some of that is due to that there are already people within the business that are taking longer to get through qualification. Yeah. So you mentioned then it's a five-year apprenticeship scheme. Tell me a little bit about the background to how Allsop set up the scheme and how long it's been running for. So Allsop, I suppose, has inadvertently always really had apprentices, but well before it you know, became a scheme as such. You know, a number of the partners here came from school, a number of the equity partners actually in the business now joined at 16, 17, 18 as school leavers and, and went through the business. So it's not something that in principle we were unfamiliar with in terms of not just taking on university graduates at the beginning. But for the scheme specific, in 2015, we took on two apprentices, Gergo and Joe, and they both joined from school. They entered the five-year programme. So the way it works here is that you'll be effectively working for three years in a specific team because the recruitment part of it for us, because it's three years initially before you go into the graduate rotation and, and, and what have you in the APC sitting, you can work for a particular team for three years. So it's it's team led in terms of what those requirements are of each team in terms of employment and, and workloads and what have you. So they, they work for three years in their teams and they moved on to the graduate scheme while studying at the same time and then passed their APCs and both of them were offered full-time jobs, one in our national investment team and one in my team in the residential auction team. So it's it's very much driven then by business need and, and what you're looking for in any given year. It is, but I have to say, I mean, that's, a, that's back in 2015. And, and so to some degree, it was new to us as to how, how it would work and, and how, we were, how we would be able to deal with it. But I, I'd say we're probably a bit more strategic about it now in terms of you know, we're very, prior to that scheme, we were very used to graduate schemes. They come in at university, do a two-year stint with us, doing their rotations through four teams and six-month spells, pass their APC, and more often than not, they got employed somewhere. So when you put those into the mix with a five-year scheme, we had to sort of get comfortable with when those 
those people would come through the system, if you see what I mean. So you weren't having too many at one time and too little at other times. But, you know, ultimately, yes, it's team led. If somebody wants somebody and needs the assistance, we'll do it. But we're more forward thinking about it now as to how that fits into our overall employment structures. So tell me a little bit then when you're putting together your requirements for apprenticeship numbers each year, how are you looking to build that out over time and how have you built it up from 2015? Put simply, it's really a case of each year, which we do, we go around the business, we have 12 or so business streams throughout the business, all in very different disciplines. And so it's a case of speaking to team heads to understand what their their requirements are each year in terms of workloads, where the market is for their particular sector and what they need. So that's regularly reviewed. And in terms of how it's changed in 2015, we've got more, more apprentices than we did back then. We had two. And we probably take on, again, depending on year to year what's going on and how many are getting through and qualifying on time two or three a year. So tell me then, when you're looking to recruit people into the scheme, what are you looking for in your apprentices? I suppose to some degree, it's what we're looking for in anybody to bring into our business. It's people with enthusiasm, people with a hardworking ethic, people that are interested in learning. And that's from a, not, not just from a technical point of view, but people that want to engage with people. That's, that's part of our business as it is. So they're, they're probably, for me, the most important things there. It's that, it's that drive and someone wanting to learn enthusiasm and work hard and the rest we can teach. Isabella, perhaps I can bring you in here. You're currently on apprenticeship scheme with Orsop. How far into it are you? About 18 months now. And it's been going, you know, really well, absolutely flown by. I joined from school as Gergo and Joe did and other apprentices here have done. And yeah, it's been really good so far. So tell me a little bit then about what appealed to you about a career in real estate and, and specifically the apprentice route. When I was a kid, I absolutely loved, you know, going around to little estate agencies and looking in the windows, looking at the different houses that were, you know, available. And I've always been interested in like architecture and things like that. So I thought I'm going to want to make a career out of this and kind of did my own research before I started. And found out that real estate is a very varied industry with lots of different options to go into. Here at Allsop, obviously, we've got different sections, including agency, auctions, as Richard mentioned, the professional side of things, which is where I'm at at the minute, and then the agency side. So there's lots of different options there, especially when you're a graduate and you can move around and, and explore those in a bit more depth. Obviously, when you gain the RSES qualification at the end of the degree, it's internationally recognised, unlike other qualifications that are out there. So, you know, you can take that internationally as well, and it doesn't just limit you to one specific country or area. So tell me a little bit then about how you went about finding out about the options available to you. Was there sufficient careers information available when you were looking to source an apprenticeship scheme? A lot more limited compared to university. So there's, you know, UCAS is the biggest one for for university students. It also has a branch, um, unbeknownst to a lot of people, for apprenticeships. So you can go on there and look at the different options available. I think other sources include Rate My Apprenticeship, Amazing Apprenticeships. The government website is so helpful to find different opportunities out there. And they're not just employing people in the September rotations when 
students finish school it's throughout the year so you're not just limited to one rotation per year to find an apprenticeship and I think the most important websites to look on are the employers themselves because they have so much information obviously regarding their apprenticeships and what they want from the candidates. And how did you find the interview process once you decided where you wanted to apply and you sort of narrowed down employers? Was it quite a competitive process? Yeah, it is is a competitive process. You know, you have to put across your personality and make sure that you stand out and show your experience and show your passion for what you want to do and, you know, the company that you are applying to. The interview process was really good, though. A really nice setting at the interview where we had a really nice conversation. There was no tension like I've heard my other fellow apprentices at other firms had where they go to an assessment centre. It's quite a scary experience. But this was really nice to be able to speak to the partners at the firm and actually have a, a nice led conversation, getting to know you and your personality to see what team you would fit into eventually uh, upon receiving a formal you know acceptance letter and now that you're on the scheme and and you're 18 months into it how have you found the benefits of of being on apprenticeship scheme and and do they align with what you perceive them to be at the outset well at the outset I wasn't 100% sure what surveyors did you know I didn't really understand the industry too well because it's not it's not publicized hugely in school so it's not part of the curriculum I understand that it is today it's something that they're starting to put in the GCSEs they're having a built environment GCSE in the next few years but for me there was a lot of maths involved which I wasn't too aware of so I've had to work a little bit on that myself but the firm have been really supportive and helping me to to build up on that skill apprenticeships are a challenge you have to accept that but they come with so much support as well you've got so many people to to ask questions to and that's what's the beauty of it is you're not alone in that process. And how have you found the study side of things and being able to balance work against study week to week and and the demands of completing the coursework? I try and split my week as best I can and utilise every moment possible so I'll split my working week so my five days including my one day of study and then use my weekends to focus on coursework obviously that builds up your time management skills but it's really important to to do so otherwise you'll miss deadlines for university and it's really important you start your work early so that obviously you're learning as you go and you're not you know rushing towards the end of a deadline you need to be able to manage both your workload and your university load which is a challenge but it does come with time it's just something you need to prepare as you go along and you'll get it you know it it does come. So in terms then of what you've experienced so far and in terms of the work that you've been doing and so on have you been able to get a good understanding of of the sector and and do you have thoughts just in terms of how you'd like your career to develop going forward? I've had some great experiences so far which have allowed me to learn so much in 18 months. I've had that industry experience, which has been so amazing. And hearing from my university friends, they haven't had that opportunity to work in the industry and gain that knowledge and experience. And, you know, hearing those stories from people within your firm is so important. At the end of your apprenticeship, you are ahead of your university counterparts. And I think that is the 
it is an important part of it. So being able to go on inspections and learn from partners within my team really does help with the process because you are learning as you go along. Richard, when you reflect on the apprenticeship scheme and you you hear Isabella talking so positively there about the experience that she's gained and, and the benefits that it's brought, what do you think as a firm the apprenticeship scheme has done and, and how does it fit into the overall recruitment programme? Well, it's lovely to hear you know, first-hand feedback of, of someone's experience. I have to say, She's absolutely right in terms of how we see it as well as that, you know, after three years of the apprenticeship and they join our graduate scheme from a business point of view for us, they're ahead of the game because they spent three years understanding the industry firsthand. Um, and don't get me wrong, there's, there's benefits to the university entries as well and they catch themselves up and get to a level. But um, they've been an absolute revelation to our business. They've made our business better without question. I've not had any problems with with people that are coming through the apprenticeship scheme, far from it. You know, there's been nothing but positive feedback and and at times clamber to employ them between teams, you know, because they're so good. And it's going to be a huge part of our business going forward. It's to say, I can't say anything more highly than it's made our business better on every level. And I I think, you know, if those out there haven't tried it, try it because it's absolutely brilliant. When you look at the um, overall development of the programme going forward, what plans do you have for it in the future? I suspect what will happen is that it will become as prevalent as the graduate system in terms of numbers. And it probably, it's hard to give you the numbers now because for the reasons you you opened with, in as much as there's a backlog of across the industry of people getting through qualification. But once that's settled, you know, I think you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw 50% of 50% graduates to 50% apprentices in our business. And how does that compare with the ratio currently? I could say it's quite hard to analyse because we've got we've got the most intake at the moment of graduates and of apprentices because of that backlog. Mm. But we probably have you know, at the moment it's, it's in the 20, 25 people in the business that are going through qualification in some shape or form. And we have five apprentices in the business at the moment. When things settle down, it probably at the moment reflects 30 percent. That'll probably squeak its way up to 50 percent. There's there's absolutely no reason why it wouldn't. Isabella, perhaps a final word from you. There might be various people listening at the moment who are potentially thinking of exploring the apprenticeship route to qualification. What advice and, and guidance would you have for them? Do your research is one of the, the key points, you know, make sure that the industry that you have chosen to go into is the right one for you, because it is a long term commitment. Apprenticeships, degree apprenticeships in particular, can last between four and six years. Um, and that's to g- gain both your degree and your qualification. So make sure that you want to go in it for the long term. Also, applications do take a long time. So make sure that you are committed you know a lot of apprentices are school leavers so it's about balancing with both your exams and the application process so again it's about that time management side of things and gain the relevant experience and knowledge beforehand before you go for those interviews and apply for different companies because that's what a lot of companies are looking for they're looking for you to have that passion for the industry that you're going into and in some cases that experience as well so whether you can ask a friend to just do a few days in their company or something like that or shadow someone it's really handy to talk about when you go for an interview.
Well, thank you both so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing how the scheme develops going forward. Thank you. That was Bricks and Mortar from EG with Sarah Jackman. For more on developing a career in real estate, see the archive of the Bricks and Mortar series at podbean.com and the EGI archive at egi.co.uk.